Okay. This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group, and today is March 20th, and we are meeting on the third Sunday uh, this month because of the Easter holiday, and it is 8 o'clock in the evening, and the book we are discussing is Tularosa by Michael McGarrity, and as I usually do when starting out these discussions, I will ask it. Did you like the book? Why or why not? And since I have the key, um, just to let Deb know, because she came in a little bit late, uh, Alan is on his cell phone. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give about, oh, five to ten seconds between each person speaking so that if he wants to get the key, he can do that because he can't hold down the key and wait for people, you know, like in a queue. Um so we're going to do that if that's agreeable to you. Anyway, well, did you like it? Did you not like it? Why or why not? I just jumped right in. I hope that's okay. Thank you all for, the, uh, for, for, for your consideration. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I have to give props to the iPhone app, the TC conference app. It looks it's working pretty good. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this book. I, I thought it was, it was well-written. I like the regional aspects of the story. Uh, I, I like Kevin Kearney a lot. I like, I can't remember Sarah's last name. I thought she was a good character. I really like the Eddie guy that played the hunchback uh, undercover. Uh, he was a good character. And it, it, it just had a good, I thought it had a good, it wasn't too long. The narration was good and it had a good mix and a good mystery. And uh, I, I didn't, you know, it was, I enjoyed it while I was going through it. I didn't feel like, oh, it's getting long. And so uh, I, I thought it was an I thought it was an excellent read. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I felt the same way about this book. Um, really, the I guess the main reason I'm on this list is I like to be introduced to other writers, mystery writers that I'm not aware of. Uh, so that's the main impetus for me to be on this group. So when we read books, you know, that we've read before or other books that we've read by the same author, I'm not nearly as interested as, as when we read someone new and this one was someone new to me and it was the first book and, and I will, you know, work him in to, to other books in the future because I really liked this book. I liked everything about it. It, it moved well. It moved fast. Uh, I liked all the characters. I you know, it was it was just a great book. Well, I kind of had a lukewarm um, reaction to this book. It's not that I really didn't like it, but it wasn't something that just really came out and made me think, wow, this is a great author, and I can't wait to read something else by, I believe it's him. So, um, and having said that, there were things about it I really did like. Um, I think, Alan, you mentioned Eddie. He was a great character. And um, it was, but I found it a little bit, I wondered if it was a first novel. And I don't, maybe somebody else knows the answer to that question. Because I didn't think it was particularly, I wasn't that impressed with the plot. I guess that's really what, what my main criticism of it would be. 
Well, I was not not crazy about this book. I, I started it a couple of times. I kind of did want to know what happened to the missing guy. But I just could not relate to the characters that well. I just, maybe I just was not in the mood to read it. I think maybe that was it. I don't know. I just didn't click with it. I just, um, as I said, I tried a couple times read a few hours and said, I don't really care about these characters. There were too many. I got them mixed up. And it could have been the frame of mind that I was into, and I think that might have been it. I don't know. Bob and I read it and loved it. Um, I can't give you a blow-by-blow of what the characters were and did and all that, but I know remember that we, we both truly thought it was a good book. It, it was well-paced. It was good characterization. Um, I didn't want to take the time to read it again because I was snowed, but I do remember having very favorable reaction to it. Okay. Well, I liked it. I really did. I, um, I liked the, the character, the Kevin Kearney um, and I like the fact that he, you know, he wasn't perfect, but he wasn't so uh, discombobulated that you couldn't that you couldn't see him as as a hero. And um, I, th- I think that's very important in books like this. There are some of these mystery mystery characters, and you know, they they're just so dysfunctional that you wonder how the heck they can accomplish the stuff they do and you know I, I just don't like characters like that I want my heroes to be um, I, I want my heroes to be uh, heroes and I, I don't I you know I, I don't like it when they're they're drug addicts or alcoholics or you know they've got some kind of uh, mental you know, thing they're going through or whatever. Those kind of people, I I think, are not heroic or not, uh, you know. But but this guy, this guy was good. I liked him. I I really did. And I liked uh, Eddie the Hunchback. I thought that was great. And um, I did like Sarah. I did like her very very much. Um, I think she tried a little bit too hard to be, you know, um, the uh, the quintessential uh, woman who is in a man's world kind of thing. You know, I think she had a chip on her shoulder, but, you know, a lot of us do. And, you know, it, it was pretty realistic that way. Um, I liked her, and uh, I liked the way Kearney went about doing what he was doing. And I I just enjoyed this thoroughly. I really did. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I really like Kevin Kearney too. I think that's probably why I like the, the book so much. Because uh, I mean, you got this guy, you know, like Ann said, he's he's not perfect. He's got this he's got this bad injury. He you know he, he limps and you know he's got all this scar tissue in his stomach from the the related injury injury, but 
he's he's still a semi kind of tough guy, and he, he uh, and he gets by. You know, he gets by with his. You know, he, he recognizes what his abilities are and his limitations are, and then he gets about doing his job. So, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I like the fact that he was out on that ranch and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool, and I, I thought that was kind of neat, and uh, I enjoyed the setting and stuff. And uh, uh, he, he he was the main reason. I think I really, I really took it. Is he in, in? Do you know if this character's in any other? Does he have him in any other other books? I haven't seen any. And hello, five of five. I'm not a Borg, but I did enjoy the book. I was hoping that he'd be part of a, another series. Uh, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as I did some of the other series I've read like Joanna Brady or uh, Posadas County but I enjoyed it um, I liked all of the characters found it a little hard that they could get in and out of the white sands quite as easy as they did or that they'd want to but um, overall I really enjoyed the book Hi, Marshall. Good to see you. I'm glad you you got my response, and I'm sorry it came so late. I've, I've been busy since 9 o'clock this morning. It's been one of those days. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I've, uh, as far as the series go, yeah, if you look up um, Michael McGarity on Bard, um, and like if you go to Tularosa's uh page you'll see that it's part of a series and I downloaded several of his other Kevin Kearney novels and there are several um, I, th- I don't know there's four or five of them I think so um, you know you, I can't remember the name I think there's something called Mexican Hat and uh, I well, Mexican Hat is the only one that's coming to my mind. Sorry, but there are others. That's okay. I'll look them up and see. I think that Mexican Hat is a place name, like Tula Rosa is. So maybe all of these books are named for places? It is. It's in the southwest corner of Utah. Interesting. I thought it was a, a story about a Mexican hat, you know, a sombrero. <laughs> Whatever. That's interesting. Oh, I have to figure that out. Actually, I was wrong. It's in the southeast corner of Utah. Kind of down near Monument Valley and, oh, that neck of the woods. The only reason I know is my grandfather worked for a uranium mining company down in that area. Uh, He got me all kinds of interesting things like some yellow cake and some pitch blend and several large insects like a centipede and a scorpion um, on a you know in kind of a collector's plate, not the live ant, not the live creature. Somebody give me a geography lesson. Doesn't, doesn't New Mexico does it not border Utah uh, to the west? Uh, I, I'm trying to think. I, I know this was set in New Mexico, so uh, that that would make sense that. If that one's in the southeast corner of Utah, that would, that would be right near where it butts up against New Mexico, it would seem like. 
Actually, Utah is the only place in the United States where you can go stand in the corner of Utah, walk in a circle, and go through four states. Colorado is to east of us. Um, Arizona is to the, the correction. New Mexico is to the southeast. Arizona is to the southwest. I mean, they just join right at the same point, and then there's Utah. So if you took made a crossed line, I guess you get, well, you get the idea. Marshall, yellow cake is a kind of uranium, right? Yes, it is. It's kind of a, a processed stage a little further down the process. At least I think it was yellow cake. I remember it being bright yellow. I'm surprised I don't have cancer or some other stuff from handling all of this radioactive material. It's also a nice cake mix that you can add like fruit fillings to and make good crunch stuff out of. This would have been a bit hard to eat, but I forgot about that too. Only in the South do we think about yellow cake as being something to eat. Oh, I don't know. We do here in the East. I'm in Midwest, and that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. I think we call it, it isn't white cake. We I've seen yellow cake, too, and I like it. I think that's the stuff you start with if you want to make a rum cake. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. There's some recipe, and you bake it in a bunt pan, and it's rum cake. I think it starts with a yellow cake mix, but I could be wrong. Lots of eggs, if I remember. I hope it's the kind from Duncan Hines or Betty Crocker, not the kind from Utah. I agree. Our dish is jello. Okay. Um, I like the way that the, uh, the author kind of blended those two cases together. Because the the one guy was looking for the the uh, the the other guy that had gone AWOL um, from the base, and he he um, kind of found information out that that had to do with the uh, the eventual murder of the the first guy. Um, so it was it was very interesting. Um, and I liked the the uh, peripheral characters as well. I liked the wife of the the murdered guy, and I liked um, you know the other the other you know kind of peripheral um, characters. They just seemed like good folks, and uh, of course the bad folks are bad. I mean they they usually are in in fiction books, but. Um, um, you could see why they were doing what they were doing. You disagreed with them, of course, but you could you could see why they were doing what they were doing. So, very interesting. I kind of enjoyed the um, the few bits of Native American culture that were in the book. Um, it's really an interesting perspective on a native or. Okay. Were they Navajos? Uh, I believe they were Navajos um, and the Navajo funeral. I thought that was really kind of a moving part of the book. Pueblos. Um, Not Navajos, but Pueblos. 
um, which was interesting to me because, you know, I had just finished reading um, those two other books, the the uh, Spider Woman's Daughter and Rock with Wings, and that's about Navajos, and this was about Pueblos, Pueblos, which was interesting. I thought too. I'm glad you brought it up, Anne, because I'd forgotten about it, that. He did basically. There were there were two things going on, you know, because it isn't very often that you solve the problem of one and then have it go on and solve the problem of the other. And I thought that was unusual. And as, as I said before, I really liked everything about this book. So I'll be reading at least you know one or two more of the of the sequels. I know. That was an interesting thing, and and he did really kind of sew that up nicely. I think part of the reason that I was a little bit disappointed in this is because I was also reading a fantasy book for a different book club, and it was just, there were parts of the fantasy book that just really did capture me, and I think that this suffered with respect to that because the I thought the writing in the in the other book was just spectacular, and so it really kind of made this book feel very plain to me. The one thing I didn't like is that the, uh, I mean the the head guy, the head bad guy ended up getting off scot free, and when they even gave him some uh, uh, some of the, the 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 prizes from that discovered cash and stuff, but. Isn't that the way it always is? It's the, the, the top guys end up going away with more stuff and, and, and never getting punished. But I, I would have liked to have seen him uh, get something. Maybe that happens in a later book or something. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Deb, I hope you come on Tuesday because um, we we really need your perspective. Because Lana and I are singularly dissatisfied <laughs> with the fantasy book. So um, anyway, uh, that's that's off track. So in any case, um, uh, any other comments on Tularosa? Alan, I thought too that it's very likely that that guy's going to appear in another book and be sort of like an arch enemy kind of person. I mean, I mean, yeah, because they they gave him a sword or something, and a couple of other things. I mean, I don't know. It's like yeah, he he walked away scot free. You know, good and well, they uh, they, they they knew he was involved. I mean, he was the he was the one that was brokering all this stuff, and uh, and if it hadn't been for a a, a lucky break, he he would have gotten it all for free. If uh, Kearney hadn't been able to overtake that Carlos guy and, uh, when they were riding the car, but yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I thought it was. I, mean, I, I found it all really believable, and it, it was it was it was a good story. Yeah, I wish the what was his name, Carlos, or maybe that's the wrong name. I wish he'd gotten it, but. Uh, being in another country, the State Department probably poked its nose in and, you know, had to make him look good or something. I really would like to see him get his own comeuppance in the end. Okay, any other comments on Tularosa? 
I was going to say, too, that although I wasn't that crazy about the main guy, um, one of the things that I did think was good about the book in general and the way that he treated, the way that he dealt with his ex-partner, I mean, at first I thought he was being a little bit too judgmental of him. Not, I mean, yes, that was terrible, and etc., etc. And having said that, that he was being extremely unforgiving and even, I don't know, hard-headed beyond what I would think was appropriate. But I was glad to see that he was able to resolve that as the as it went on. And I thought that the author did a really good job of portraying that gradual change in his attitude toward the ex-partner. I don't know. I'd have to disagree with you. Um, you know, he, uh, if I were a part, if, if I had a partner as a cop and he had any idea at all he was drinking, and I know he, this guy didn't, I get rid of him fast because, you know, I'm surprised he survived the wounds. Um, and to lose his vocation, um, and I don't know how easy it would have been to take care of a ranch with a bad knee, because you have to do a fair amount of walking. I didn't find it hard to believe that he was that mad at all. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm with Marshall on that, because, I mean... Uh, uh, the guy really, I mean, Terry really let him down, and, and you know, uh, like like Marshall said, I mean, he lost his career. He's 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 permanently disabled because he can't walk normally anymore with his leg, and 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 plus, you know, he had all those surgeries on his gut and stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> he kind of read the guy the right. I mean, I don't guess I don't think he had associated him with him much for quite a while, but he punched him once in the face and read him the riot act and stuff, and. And they went out and found found his dead son. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I think he was. And, and they were also, I don't think he ended up keeping the guy's money either, did he? So, I think he ended up being he ended up being pretty decent about the whole thing. Yes, definitely, that's true. Um, I guess the thing that struck me was somehow or other, I can't imagine punching somebody in the nose is adequate to express the feelings that I would have had someone done that to me. And so it was kind of like a half measure. And he hadn't spoken to him since the day that he found out that what was going on, if I remember correctly, which was like two years in the past. It was a long time anyway. Yeah, but uh, punching a Sheriff in the nose is called assault, assaulting a police officer. If he'd done any more, he'd have pro- the hero would have gone to jail. Um, and that would have kind of ruined the book. Yeah, I think you're right, Marshall. No, I think they handled, I think he, uh, McGarity handled the main character's growth very well. Because here you you start out with this guy who is consumed by anger against this Terry character, 
because he let him down, and because he let him down, he he sustained all these injuries and lost his job and everything else. And um, and you're right, it was a vocation as opposed to just a job. And he couldn't do it anymore, and he was consumed by anger. And he ended up saving, you know, or finding the guy's son. And actually, they they came to an understanding. Um, and I think that is a, a real mark of growth uh, for someone. So I think the author handled that very well, um, that he should move from anger and resentment to a sort of forgiveness or at least an understanding of what had gone on and um, a letting go which I think you know really is a, a realistic way to view the whole thing so I, I was pleased with that um, okay now what are we doing for next month um I know we had some suggestions last time, which, of course, I didn't write down, which I should have. But I've got my handy-dandy little Braille note all open here and all set to write down this stuff. So um, there is a rumor, Alan, that you had a suggestion for a book. And um, I want to hear about it. What? What? I had a couple. I, I don't have my, uh, like I said, I'm on my iPhone, so I don't have the email. I sent it to Mickey. I haven't heard from her in a while, so I hope she's still in the room. She's got the the DV numbers. But, but I, I had a couple that I've read that, that, I, that I really enjoyed. The first one is uh, it, it, there's a series of four books, and the first one in the series is called City of the Sun, uh, S-U-N, and it's by uh, David Levine. And his last name spelled a little different. It's L-E-V-I-E-N. And, uh, I mean, I, I like it because it introduces this, you know, I, y'all know I like the Jack Reacher character. And th- this guy's a lot different, though. But, he, but he's a big, he's another big former uh, former cop. And he's, he's a private eye now. And he lives in, they're all set in Indianapolis. And, uh he gets hired to help this couple find their son that's gone missing. And, uh, I, I like the, I like the books in this series, you know, like I said, city of the sun's the first one, but all four of them are, were really good. And, and I like the way the character develops. It, it's, it's got kind of a, you know, it's, it's got kind of a, the character's got a bit of a dark side to him. Kind of. I mean, he did, I mean, the, like I said, the guy's big, he's like six, five, six, six. And, He's like really physically fit in early forties, but he's he's always he's work he works out hard and stuff and, and he's not afraid to, to to smack somebody around if he if he if he needs to to either defend himself or to or to find out find out some information and stuff and uh, but uh, uh, like I say, uh, uh, Jim Zeiger reads the first reads City of the Sun and then the the second one I can't remember what the second one's called and then the last two come packaged. In, in, in one book, and, and uh, David Hartley Margolin reads both of those, and, and they're really good. And but uh, 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 
I think that's that's a good character is one of my recommendations. And the other one is called uh, it's a Linwood Barclay book called Fear the Worst, and it's uh, uh, it's a commercial audio book. I can't remember who who reads it. Maybe Buck Shermer or something like that. And uh, uh, this this uh, the the main character in it as a 17 year old daughter. He's divorced from his wife, uh, and they're they're both in it, but his 17 year old daughter's living with him during the summer and she goes missing. And so he's just, he's trying to find his daughter and stuff. So it's, uh, I, I'm like three or four hours into it. It's like a 12 hour long book. I'm four, four hours into it and change. And, uh, it's, it's, it's been pretty good. So, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen or what, but I'm enjoying it so far. So th- those are just a couple of things I had to throw out. So like I said, I, I wish I had the DB numbers, but if Mickey can get back on, the phone, maybe she, maybe she can give them to us. I can give you the uh, information on that if, if you want any, either of them. I think the David Levine book sounds very interesting. Um, I'm not sure about the Linwood Barclay, but um, I know we've talked about Barclay before. So we might want to consider both of them. Um, I've been reading mostly... Um, oh, sort of cozies. I'm reading one now called Murder in the Choir Loft. And, you know, and it's all about this church when the, this, the bass uh, soloist gets murdered. So, <laughs> um, all right, we've got Barkley and we've got Levine. Any other suggestions? Well, as I said earlier, um, I'd like to recommend a Marsha Clark book, and um, I really, because I'm me, I like to read the first one first, and frankly, at the moment, I cannot remember the name of the book, but um, there are several on, and it's very obvious from Bard which is the first book, so that would be my suggestion. And I'll add to what Mickey said earlier. I, I've read one of Marsha Clark's books. I don't know if it was the first one or what, but but it was well done. It, it, it was a good it was a good book. And but I can't for the life of me remember what it was. I just remember I enjoyed it and it was good. And I don't even remember what the character's name was, but uh, she she's got talent. Well, um, I've read the Linwood Barkley. I'm pretty sure because I like Linwood Barkley. I think I read it a while ago. And I think it was good, but um, I would like to read either City of the Sun or is it called something, Ambition, Glorious Ambition or something by Marsha Clark. I want to start reading her, so um, either one would be fine. Uh, But since I read the Barclay, maybe we could read that another time. But I do want to start reading Marsha Clark or uh, David Levine. I would vote for David Levine because I've read, I think, all of Marsha Clark. You know, something else that just dawned on me, I, I, I'm okay with any of these books, but something that just dawned on me is that um, J.K. Rowling has started writing a mystery series that is really good, and I cannot remember the name of the first one either, but the second one is called, I believe, Silkworm, which we would want to go with the first one. They're really quite good. I was surprised. Isn't the first one something about cuckoo's nest or cuckoo calling or 
something like that? I think it's the cuckoo's calling. Uh, I've got it somewhere on my hard drive, I think. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do Let's do David Levine for April. Then we can turn and do um the other one, not the Barclay book, but the the um the Clark book for May. Does that sound reasonable? And then we can decide if we want to go and do J.K. Rowling. Um, once you decide this, Anne, can I comment about Tularosa, please? I'm sorry to be late. I was at another meeting. By all means, Bob. Um, well, why don't you why don't you comment first, and then um, you know we'll decide what we want to do for next time. So go ahead. Okay, I really enjoyed Tularosa. It was really, to me, very well written. I loved, uh, I'm trying to remember the characters. Uh, the guy, <laughs> Sarah, I remember certainly. It's been a while since I've read it. Uh, the mystery behind it. Uh, the um, You knew at the end they weren't going to get married. It's, it's, it was like, you know, Reacher books. He, he takes a greyhound out of there and she, she got an assignment where in career or something, she's a major. Her career is very important. But it uh, the drug scene, I thought the, the the guy in charge, the overlord down in the south in Mexico, was just you know typical. They played it well. Um, it's hard to bring in all the characters, but I really enjoyed it, and I'm glad um, you selected it. You said it was a good book, and it certainly was. Thank you. And I'll say I, I like the plan for, for April and, and the Marsh Clark book for May. And I also agree with Deb, the, the, the J.K. Rowling series with the guy's name is Cormac something, it seems like. The, I, I like the detective, though. He's got, he's got a prosthetic leg and stuff. He's, he's a good character. He, I mean, he's, he, he's got issues, too, kind of not unlike Frank Bear that we're going to be reading about next month. But uh, uh, uh uh, the, 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 those are well well written too, but uh, uh, anyway. And Bob, uh, chop, uh, you know, hats off to the the TC conference app is working much better now. I've got the latest version, and I've actually been able to participate on this call on my iPhone. It's been great. It's a little confusing with the Marsha Clark books because isn't there like a prequel to the first book in the series, and, and like? a short story or something. I got a little confused when I downloaded those books because um, it was hard to tell. It seemed like one was written uh, before the, I mean, the pre, there was a prequel, and a, I don't know. Anybody know what I'm talking about? No, but there's two one-summer books, if I may take it aside. Bill Bryson wrote one, 1927 or something. But I got the other one by Baldacci, so thank you for the earlier one. Uh, and the other one, I got the books you asked me about, Jody. I think I got them all. I, I have no help, Jody. I'm sorry. I, I've read one thing by Marsha Clark, but it's been a while. I can't remember where it fell. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not even sure I knew she had written the series at that point, so I'm no help. I would suggest stop your killing me and go on from there because I I just picked a book and read it. In fact, I've read several and they don't seem to demand a 
a, a um, that you know a lot about the first book, but there's always Stop, You're Killing Me. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to uh, research this, and I will get back to you over the mysteries list and tell you what book it is we're reading. And if they're not in a series, I'll just pick one. Uh, does anybody know the title of the first one, or can anybody tell me what the what the title might be? I don't know the title, but this is for May we're talking about. You did say we're reading the David Levine, City of the Sun, for April, or did, did I miss something? No, you didn't miss anything at all. Uh, that's what I said. I think we'll do the David Levine for April and the um, the Marsha Clark for May. Does that sound good? And I'm going to make a note of that in my handy-dandy Braille note. And... Um, We'll go from there. Hey, by the way, did did you guys see the announcement that the B2G is out and that it is now on sale for $24.95? Um, it doesn't have the iPhone yet, so I'm waiting until they get the approval from Verizon. And then I might just order it. Anyway, I'm going to make a note on this and um, then... Um, you know, uh, come April or May, we can decide what we want to do about June. So, uh, hang on a second, folks. What's BTG? And again, Levine is L-E-V-I-E-N. So that's why it ends up as Levine. Right. I've got that. Um, uh, the B2G is the thing from National Braille Press. It's a Braille note taker and it will have an iPhone in it. Or a, not an iPhone, but a smartphone in it. Because it's running under Android, so it's not an iPhone, but it's a smartphone. And it will have an iPhone in it, which I think is totally fantastic. Because currently I hate my iPhone, but I won't go into that. <laughs> If anybody wants to know why I hate my iPhone, I'll be cheerfully glad to tell you, but not here. Anyway, so um, I will send the blurb to the mysteries list sometime this week. Um, it'll probably be early in the week because Thursday and, well, Friday and Saturday and Sunday are all tied up with Easter. So um, it'll have to be earlier. And I will also send the recording, and we can go from there. So, we are doing City of the Sun, S-U-N, by David Levine for April, and our meeting date is the 24th, I believe, because the first Sunday in April is the 3rd. So, that should be right. And... Um, that is Passover weekend. Is that all right with you, uh, Joni? Is Are you okay with the 24th? And do you want the DB number? Yeah, that should be fine. No problem. Um, I'm a little confused. Though. What is the website for the, or what is the address for the mystery list? It's mysteries at groups.io. 
Uh, and I believe you write to Mystery, is it plus subscribe at Groups.io um, to subscribe? I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. I'll, I'll send you. Um, oh, dear. I'm not sure I know your email. What's your email? Jolie, J-O-L-E-E, the number four, at verizon.net. Again, Jolie, J-O-L-E-E, 4, at Verizon, V-E-R-I-Z-O-N, dot net. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and you wanted to know, oh, Lord, I just, just went completely out of my head. What was, jeez, well, oh, I'm really not doing so well this evening. What was the information you wanted, Joni? Oh, how to join the mysteries list. All right, let me write that down, too. That's okay, and I never remember anything anyway, so I'll probably forget that I asked you for this. But, no, I, uh, I've i been wanting to, and I didn't know how to subscribe, and I could have asked Bob, and I could have asked you, and uh, this was the opportune time for me to do it, so thank you in advance. By the way, you can also write down that the name of the first of the Marsha Clark books is Guilt by Association. I just looked it up. And there are four of them, and they're all about the same person. And also, Joni, the Twilight Zone book you were asking about, the nonfiction one that we talked about, it begins with outrageous conduct. Uh, So if you do a search on that in quotes on Bard, you should find it okay. It does have Twilight Zone. Uh, somewhere in the title, but it's one of those titles that goes on and on for about 15 or 20 words, it seems like. But outrageous conduct are the first uh, two words in it. Well, I have out, I have downloaded all those books, so I have all the Marsha Clarks. I have that outrageous conduct book, and so uh, I have them already on a thumb drive, so I've done that much. And do you want the DB number for uh, Levine? Yeah, well, I'm going to say thank you all. I enjoyed the conversation. Thanks so much for your consideration for uh, let, giving me some extra time on my iPhone. And, Mickey, give them the DB number of City of the Sun. Okay. Are you there, Ann? I are. Um, I figured you would be reading it back to us, so I didn't say anything. Yes, please, we want the DB number. That way I don't have to go on BART and look it up, <laughs> which saves me one step. Okay, six seven one six three. Six seven one six three. Got it. Six seven one six three. Okay. I will go on Bookshare and I will send out the blurb and I'll send out the recording sometime this week. So with that I bid you all a very good evening and it's been fun as usual and um we'll see you on April twenty fourth. Bye for now.